Hey, 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 and welcome to iHeart Intellectual Radio, the Chronicles of Ron. I am your host, Alan J. Campbell, a.k.a. The Dark Knight, here at the top of the hour in Chicago. Okay, I'm going to jump into a couple of, I'm going to jump into a couple of things. First things first, I, I want to tell this interesting story that happened today uh, on the job, and, and, and I'm going to go into something a little bit more in, in series. Now, today... Uh, other than what people already know that I, you know, I act, but I also handle properties. So today was pretty much moving day for a couple of people. And when I say moving day, this was an involuntary move, meaning that the sheriff showed up at their house and put them out literally. So with that being said, so I'm, you know, I have to be there to usher them in, open the door and give them keys till they can gain access to the unit. So the funny part, and I say funny and I do mean funny, that these individuals were still sitting on their couch when the sheriff opened the door and came in. Everybody's surprised. Oh, my goodness. You know, blah, 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 blah. And so as the sheriff goes into into their spiel about, well, you know, why they're there and how come this and why that blah, blah, blah. So during this process, uh, the sheriff told him, well, basically to to I need your names and so they can run, you know, run them through the process. So the, the, the individual, the woman that was being put out, the sheriff ran her name and she, and the, and then her name kicked back. She had an outstanding warrant out of another state. So, you know, to, to all of us, this was somewhat of a surprise. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But here's the thing. This individual had been in, had been in the rears or had been in the red since October of 19. You haven't paid rent since October of 2019. At some point or another, you kind of had to figure this was going to happen or this this and this is the, the, the involuntary uh, moving day was going to happen. And not only that, but she has two small children, two small children. But you're sitting on the couch watching TV. When the sheriffs open your door and come in and say, everybody, let's go. So in the process of this, then they kick back and say, OK, she's got a warrant. They take her into custody, arrest her. So um, the sheriff says to the I guess to the to the boyfriend, um, don't you know, hey, she, we're taking her to you know, why is she going to jail? Well, she has a warrant. Uh, what for? We we don't know. We can't tell you. All we know is that it's out of another state, so we have to take her. So so in the process, the sheriff, one of the other deputies says, well, uh, you might want to get the building manager's information or a phone number because you're going to want to get your stuff. You're going to have to converse with him. This is what this Negro says to me and the sheriff. I don't live here. That's her problem. That's between her and those people now this is his girlfriend i kid you not the girlfriend all right because he was sitting in there because and i know this because i've seen him there more than more than uh, no uh, more than one occasion okay you if you got clothes there you if you got a drawer you you if you got a drawer at some girl house you're living there you got clothes there you got shoes there your car's there you're living there so as they're escorting her out the out the front door of the building, he grabs whatever he has and he goes to his car, gets in his car and he drives away. 
left her. He didn't even he didn't even have the decency to walk her to the squad and say, oh, my goodness, baby. Uh, hey, where are you taking her? What can we do or anything? Now. To me, this was not surprising because there's a lot of niggas out there to do these things. They just looking for a place to where they want to put their feet up, rest their head, because unfortunately, the individual, this woman, this woman doesn't see this person for who he is. And unfortunately, she just want a man in the house or just a warm body in her bed. Listen, ladies, it's never that serious. This guy got in his car after she was arrested and he drove away. He didn't even look back or turn around. He didn't want to get information on where she was being taken. It, you, 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 you know, and lady and, 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 uh, uh, women, if you are listening, you listening and you have young girls or you got a daughter or, or a daughter that's of age and she's in some type of situation like this where this nigga is no good. And he's just, he's just thinking about himself. This is a prime example of what we continue to deal with in our, in our community. In our community, it was, it was, it was for the, for the sheriffs. It probably was the most astounding thing they'd ever seen me. I wasn't surprised because just dealing with him on a, on a, on a, on a, uh, on occasion, you can see what kind of person he is, but moving on to moving on to something, moving on, you know, enough on that. Um, I want to take a minute and I, I want to take a few minutes and talk about the unfortunate and I mean the unfortunate tragedy that happened yesterday morning at 947 in the a.m. Um, we lost a legend yesterday, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant and his 13 year old daughter and seven others were uh, they perished in a horrific helicopter crash and i say horrific because that's the way that it's described and you know the, the and, and when i do my research and i do my information i try to get as much as i possibly can so you know you can fact find it, you can check it yourself but uh this was the, this 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 here um has rocked the nba has rocked the, the nba the world of the nba and it's rocked this country and it's and anyone who is a a basket. You don't even have to be a Kobe, a Kobe Bryant fan. If you are a basketball fan, a basketball player, this, this, this rocks you to the core. Okay, this definitely because here's a young, here, here's a, here's a man who was just beginning the second, the second portion, the second leg of his life, to where enjoying retirement, uh, a philanthropist, enjoying his children and watching them grow and 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 seeing the fruits of his labor only to be basically really cut short um you know and and to you know and and speaking from you know and I play basketball and it, it's it's a uh, uh, uh it's just something that you really have a difficult time wrapping your head around because you're just saying to yourself my goodness, I, you know, you, 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 you just, they were just conversing last night. And then hours later, here we are, because when it first came across, I know a lot of people were really kind of like bugging, like, wait a minute, hold on. Who, you know, people playing jokes, or, you know, Hey, that's not funny. Uh, but the other thing, you know, but the other thing that I don't get and, 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 and they need to, you know, uh, to have their, they need to be really chastised. Uh, and I'm talking about TMZ because TMZ broke the story first and even release names before the family was even notified 
You know what? And shame on you, TMZ. Shame on you. Even though you you come up with the most um, accurate news, there's a little bit of, and even in what I do, there's a point to where there's even a little bit of decency. Here is a here is a group of people each that have lost family members, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna you know, and along with Kobe Bryant, that also along with Kobe Bryant, the others that also perished was Kobe's 13 year old daughter. Uh, Gianna, they call her Gigi Maria Bryant, P- the pilot Ari Zabanye, uh, John Carey, and Alyssa Altabelli. Alyssa was 13. Christine Mauser, uh, Sarah Chester, and Peyton Chester, also 13. Now the three, the three young children, the three young girls that were on the aircraft that crashed, they were all part of. Of, of the same basketball team that Kobe White, that oh my goodness, listen to me, Kobe, but that Kobe Bryant was coaching along with John uh, John Altabelli. Uh, it's just really, really unfortunate. But as you go through life, people, we got to realize that tomorrow is not promised to us. Tomorrow is not promised. We don't have a lot of time to spend with nonsense, bullshit. Boo hoo and who shot John? Why this, that, and the other? We don't have that. We don't have that kind of time. And these are people, and and and, and these are individuals who love their family, love their family just as much as anyone. And this is very tragic. And you know, and as uh, the LA count now, the the flip side to this is that. The there that the NT right now it's it's early in the investigation, and the NTSB is on scene. They got 19 people on the ground, but the preliminary the, the preliminary um, idea is that the pilot may have become disorientated and crashed and slammed into the ground. Slammed into the ground. Now, this this pilot who was who was trained. Who was who was certified in flying in this type of weather? Anything can happen. We could be the best at whatever we are, but there's going to be that one time, that one moment where we are going to have a catastrophic failure. It's subject to happen. It's going to happen. That in itself lets us that that right there should remind us on how human we really are, how sometimes how fallible we can be. No one is perfect. No one. But as they, you know, as they continue with the investigation, a lot more is going to come out. But you know what? Um, you know, keep these people in your prayers. But at the same time, you know, let's put away a lot of the nonsense, a lot of the pettiness, a lot of the things that 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 have no relevance. Because right now there are there are seven people nine people excuse me there are nine people that are missed they're going that are missing relatives and they're going to miss them for the rest of their lives they're going to miss them for the rest of their lives there's some things that we just have to we have to realize are very uh that are not relevant and there are things that we have to take in consideration that are very very important very important you know and uh you know like i say you know much love to uh Kobe Bryant and, uh, you know, his family and the other uh, individuals that perished uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday morning. So moving on, 
moving on, we're going to really jump into where I, we're going to go into where I left off last week about this political process and where we are uh, with this this uh, circus of a impeachment. Now, one of the things that we have to understand, one of the things that I, I constantly say. In order to understand something, you have to you have to have some form of intellect and some form some form of intellect or an intelligence to understand what is going on and to understand this process which is and 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 what's happening is that you're seeing this 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 foolishness just constantly play out play out play out so last week the democrats got their had their opportunity to uh, get out and present their case to the american people and said oh donald trump did this donald trump did that he said this he said that blah 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 now let's side let's sidebar on that for a minute. I want people to think for a minute. How much has, has this? How how much has any of this helped you? How much has any of this benefited you? We've had members of Congress in we've had in Washington for the last three and a half years arguing and bickering about what the president is doing. We haven't gotten one decent piece of legislation passed in three and a half years. Anything and now anything that was pushed through or that got through, it was only done by executive or by executive order or executive power. Now, remember, they're constantly telling you, oh, your vote matters, your vote counts. Hey, we'll send this person to Washington to represent you. They're not representing you. They're representing themselves as they always have. These are a bunch of self-serving, self-serving, thieving, apple stealing, a uh, 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 bunch of individuals. This is exactly what they are. But they're spending more time talking about persecuting this particular man in office. When this when this man has done a great, has done several things to kind to push things along, to push the economy. Now, to start off with one thing, let's 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 go back to 2016. When he was uh, when he went soon as he got into all as soon as the uh, the the inauguration was over. Now, on on a, on a general uh, now on on a regular basis, the president is you know they have five anywhere between five to six uh, events on the day uh, uh, after his inaugurations that the president normally would go to. Trump went to two. After he went to the two, he got out of the car and he walked back to Pence. He went back uh, back to the White House, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, and he got to work. This is the man who got to work the day he got sworn in. And he's sitting there burning the midnight oil. He's on the phone talking to this person, making deals with that person. The man said from the very beginning, hey, this is not going to be business. This is this is we're, we're coming here to work. We're not coming here to 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 shake hands. We're coming here to do a job, to work. And one of the first things he told Congress to do is put to is is revamp the tax, uh, the tax law, revamp the tax law. See what that that Jack S. Obama did is that he gave you he gave you a stimulus check. And 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 no more money when you when you had extra dependents and then 
came up with this foolishness of Obamacare to where, oh, it's supposed to be under the what? Affordable Care Act. How could it be affordable if you don't get the insurance and then we're going to fine you $745? I know for a fact people who got hit with a fine of $745 because they didn't have any health care. So explain to me, how was that supposed to be affordable? The operative word in that, meaning that everyone should be able to have it. But what he did to cover it, to, to cover it, oh, well, I'm going to give you a stimulus check. I'm going to do that. This was, a guy that was, this was a guy that had two go-rounds and did absolutely nothing to move things along. Well, he did, he moved a couple of things around. Now, Trump gets in and Trump orders, keyword, he orders Congress to revamp the tax codes. He told them, I want you to use the same formula that I've been using for 40 years. And what that is, is that what you do is how he did it is that, hey, we're going years ago, you could only claim two children, two dependents. Let me say that you can only claim two children. But you weren't you you could have you could have six children, but you're only getting paid for two. And you had little money. They're taking they were taking more money out of your check and you were getting less back. So what he did is say, no, this is what we're going to do. We're going to allot you three children, but we're going to give you a bigger chunk of the pie. My understanding, if I'm correct now. If you have three children, you're claiming three dependents. Let me rephrase that. Not so much as children. They're called dependents. You're claiming three dependents. That's, that's upwards to $6,200 that you are subject to get back. $6,200 that you're subject to get back. And he ordered Congress, put something together because I want to give the American people a Christmas present for so they can use it for 2017. Congress did that. Well, let me put it. The Republicans did that. The Senate got it in. They got it written. They got it passed. They got it. And once it was once it was finished, they ran it right down the street. He put it and Trump put his John Hancock on it. Then the following year, when you filed your taxes, you saw people saw more money than they have in a long time. Not only that, not only that, but you saw less money taken out of your paycheck. Less money. So the whole idea, we're going to take less money, but you, and then at the, same, at the end of the year, you're going to get more money back. That's what he did. For those people, for those naysayers that say, he, he, what, what, he hasn't done anything for me, use a goddamn lie. Look at your pay stubs. Look at, look at find your pay stubs from 2014 and, and compare them to 2017 and you'll see the difference. You'll see the difference in the pay stimulating the economy why do you think this is happening why do you think you're starting to see you're starting to see these states moving up the ladder of, of pay raises and increases walmart is already talking about reaching 15 dollars an hour by the end of this fiscal year by the end of 2020 if you want to join in, hey, before we go too far if you want to join in the conversation give me a call here at the studio at 708 223-8953. That's 708-223-8953. We're talking about the political process. So 
once he did that, so you have to understand. See, one of the things that we we we, we fail to do is sometimes as black people, we don't have the kind of money that say a Bill Gates or Donald Trump or 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 uh, say a George Lucas or 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 or, 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 or certain athletes we don't have that much so here's the thing they're able to have these conversations and you, they can't have these conversations because the whole idea is that broke that that rich people do not have conversations with broke people if you're one of those individuals where you're sitting there and you say and you keep figuring out you can't figure out why you are uh, why you're always upside down or you're bouncing from pillar to post paycheck to paycheck hand to mouth it's not it's not some it's it's not what this dude in the white house is doing it's your ass. It's something you're not doing or how you're not managing this. He's giving you a blueprint on how to do this. Giving you a blueprint. Hey, this is what you can do. I'm showing you how I did it. This is one of the reasons why the Democrats are so upset with this man because why? He has pulled the he has pulled the the the, the coattails. He's pulled the coattails of these thieves and he's pulled the dresses up on some of these individuals. And so and there, and there was a surprise. Because this individual, he's just he's, he's he's just gotten to the end of it because why? At one point he was part of the problem. Hey, I need to be instead of becoming part being being continue to be a part of the problem. Let me be the solution. The Democrats made it their plan and i and i and i say it again the democrats made it their goal their plan to to impeach this man maxine maxine james brown waters said it herself no as soon as again we're going to impeach him several other individuals said we're going to impeach him well make this make make them say under the constitution when you plot against the president that's called a conspiracy which is falls upon the treason and under treason warrants the death penalty that's exactly what this is, exactly what they're doing. This is what this impeachment is. It's 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 no more than a witch hunt. Here's a man who does business. It's it's no different. It's no different what I do. When I'm dealing with contractors, doesn't matter what color they are, they have something that I want. They have a service that I need for them to perform. I had, in fact, today is a prime example. This is what they call horse trading in this business in the political realm. We had, a, we had, uh, I had one of my contractors bring in, some, uh, bring in some equipment, but they needed to take the old equipment away. They wanted to charge me for removing the old equipment. All they had to do was move it 30 feet. And I looked at them and said, wait a minute, where did we do that at? I'm not going to pay for that. I, I'm not going to do that. Well then, then this is what we're not gonna do. Okay, fine. What we're, this is oh, how we're gonna where, where, where we're gonna meet in the middle is that since you since you brought my since you brought my my equipment and you left it here, we'll take it from there. Then what we're gonna do is that we're we're gonna get in contact with your organization, your company, and let them know how you do business, and then we're gonna cancel our contract. That's how I do business. It's a very simple. And as I explained to you, hey, this is business. Nothing personal. I don't care what color you are. You could be black, white, brown, blue, gray, checkerboard, zebra. If we can work together and do business, I don't have a problem with that. And this is the and this is the political 
atmosphere that we are in right now. The United States is a corporation. Donald Trump is the president. He hints the term president corporation. That's why that's why the two go hand in hand. If you have a corporation, you have what they call a CEO, a president or a CEO. You have board of directors with the with the with the uh, with the United States. You have the president who is commander in chief or the CEO. Then you have the cabinets who are the board of directors. It's the same principle. The same thing. Now, this brouhaha about Ukraine, about the Ukraine, and he asked them to investigate. If you listen to, if you li- if you if you read the transcripts, or if you were able to get access to the transcripts, or listen to what was being said, the Democrats only played a snippet of what was said, and the president's lawyer gave the full context of what was said. Hey, 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 welcome to iHeart Intellectual Radio, the Chronicles of Ron. Who do I have on the phone and where are you calling from? All right, this is Jay from Georgia. Hey, what's happening, Georgia? All right, so uh, let's get into this conversation. Uh, first, definitely condolences to the Bryant family and all the families affected by that crash that happened out in Calabasas. Um, I think the one lesson that we can learn from that is uh, we have to be careful in our pride and privilege. Mm. Sometimes those can be the signatures on our death warrant, if you will. Um, just because something can be done or can be observed, you have to put that into a balance of, of better judgment or for a greater good. But nevertheless, um, you know, he was definitely a, a, a great um athlete, father, businessman, mentor, coach. So respect is there. Um, So let us move on to the matters that remain. Uh, We have been tormented by this circuit charade of politics uh, for over three years where we have been um, vacuumed into this crazy ideology of a perfect democracy, which is really hypocrisy. The entire global community is on the sidelines laughing at the demonstration of democracy that we have completely ass-raped as a nation. We are a country that has existed for almost 250 years. Our claim to fame is we are the country that has successfully mastered democracy. Or another analogy is, this is like watching the perfect couple of Oprah and Stedman, <laughs> and they've never been married. But these are the people who are telling you how to make your shit work. Excuse my French. This is what we do. It is the ultimate and the complete image and illusion of hypocrisy to the hilt. Um, and I honestly think this is, for me, it's hilarious. I'm sitting around with popcorn, just watching every bit of it, because I think that it is hilarious and it is yet the biggest harvest of everything that America has set out into the world that has now come back to our harvest, to our table, to feast. Um, and we're doing it to ourselves. Um, 
one of the dictators of Russia, Nikolai, forgot his last name, but but the uh, uh, the, the same uh, uh, ruler that was over the Soviet Union when Kennedy was alive. He said, I, I laugh at you, Americans, because you're on a road to communism and you don't even realize it. Uh, that that was, was true. That, he's true. That was uh, uh, Nikolai Khrushchev. Khrushchev, that's his name. And he was true. And he was speaking so prophetically. And, and the question is, how did he know? It's because half of the scientists, half of the idealists, and half of the brightest minds that had fled Germany and had fled Russia ended up in the United States. So he knew because he was the godfather of all of the ideologies that were now and are now manifesting in our political system. And they are manifesting themselves like a cancer. Hmm. Well, now, but I digress. Now, when we now when we now let me throw this out at you. Now, when we 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 pride ourselves the and and I say we and I'm and referencing the United States, we pride ourselves on being the champion of democracy. When it's when we when not when all actually it's actually hypocrisy, just just disguised in another way. But at the same time, we try to we we try to and we uh, 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 we we force we try to force our way of life, our democracy on other countries when they have no issues at all. And then once we and the, the, the unfortunate part is that when we uh, from the West or from here, from the United States, when we introduce our way of democracy upon another country, that country seems somehow or another to 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 fold to to be left in ruins and chaos. So do you know why that is? And the reason why that is, we are like the CDC. People's immune systems were operating just fine in the genetically designed way that they operate until we decided that it is better for the global health community that we immunize everyone. And to our dismay, immunization leads to violent reactions, sometimes fatal. And that is what our democracy does to other cultures. In many instances, it is a vaccine that is deadly to a system, to an organism. Mm -hmm. That's why we have problems in Iraq. Here's the interesting thing. We supposedly conquered and installed a democracy or a democratic system in Iraq. In 2003, 2004, it's 2020. We can't even get them to stand their own ground to protect themselves from Iran. Now that is true. But we went and we domesticated them and we gave them the gift of d democracy. Free elections, equality. Only person that's buying that foolishness is us, because the rest of the world sees it as a vaccine that's bad for your health. But let's move on. Talking about this impeachment and, and this this political circus that continues to go on and has gone on. And as you said earlier, this is nothing short of a conspiracy. This is a political coup and a conspiracy. 
And by all rights, if we had a national security and a FBI or a Department of Justice that was worth a damn, they would have seen this and would have really, really surrounded this and would start rounding people up for what the Russians would call treasonous behavior. So this guy, John Bolton, he's a treason. He's a traitor. You sit at the head of the national security and now you're coming out with books disclosing policies of national security? Right. Who does that? Treason. Right, right, right. Comey, Comey, two years ago, came out and did an expose on how he was troubled with which direction he was going to take to prosecute or not prosecute Hillary Clinton in her un- orthodox ways of managing secure data across non-secure servers. That's, that is activities of treason. You have placed the security, the national security, national databases, national uh, contacts, and informants across the globe in danger. Right, the rumor now hitting and at the same time, and and this is the same person, Hillary Clinton. It's the same individual who was the Secretary of State when uh, uh when the Benghazi incident, when thirteen individuals, including a U.S. ambassador, were killed. This is the same. Well, okay, so if you're going to place her at the hilt, then you have to place do uh, a, a proper blame where blame is due. And at the end of the day, who is the chief executive officer and the commander-in-chief of all military operations, including the safety of ambassadors? Barry who Santoro. <laughs> Barry Santoro. <laughs> okay. Oh. So she's not by herself. Oh, no. So what we need is we need to have, if you will, a lynch party for Comey, Loretta Lynch, Eric the Sucker Holder, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, um, and Podesta. These are all, oh, excuse me, and, and, and let's not stop the list there. Let's go to Jerry Nadler. Let's go to Nancy Pelosi. See, this list keeps getting bigger and bigger. Up, oh, That's why it's Chuck Schumer. imperative for them to impeach this president. If you remember his slogan when he became the the legitimized candidate, what did he tell you he was going to do? Hmm. Put some people in jail. And he said he was going to drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. In which he actually has done. And this see and and and, and I hold your point. What people need and see when 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 it when you hear the term the, the that term drain the swamp it's a political term. Meaning that you are going to li- literally pull everything out you're going to put everything out there you're going to lay it out for all to see and see what's actually going on no more hiding this no more that that was one of the reasons on why he why he got rid of the lobbyists at the very beginning so they do not get a foothold on anything he's trying to do the political process people we have to in order for and, and we have to be we have to start being more cognitive of what is being told to us as black people from a political point of view. It's the old saying, it's the same as what I said before. You can't have conversations with broke people. 
You just can't because you, you, you the, 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 the dialect is going to be different. And when you have people who have no intellect on how policy or politics actually work, they have a whole lot of everything to say, but can't put their finger on one particular thing on why they feel that way. So here's the first here's the first part about getting anything done. If you want to be progressive in any area, the first element that you have to remove is feelings. Uh, Business has never been progressive by what it felt. Not one businessman, Jimmy, uh, 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 Mr. Buffett, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Mark Cuban, you name it. I don't think I've ever heard one businessman ever said, I became successful by how I felt about a matter or i felt bad that i i felt bad that i had to had to make that deal and take this and take this guy's money right. nobody so, nobody gonna feel bad none of that ever comes into the conversation ever because business decisions had to be made off of the facts and the rationale of what we need to achieve now when you're dealing with people of color we have been domesticated and domesticated extremely well to only operate in the realm of feelings. So since that's the only language that we understand is feelings, then your puppet master who doctrinated you or domesticated you on how you are to respond knows that as long as he can get you to feel a particular way, then you will respond a particular way. It is the complete regeneration of Pavlov's dog. <laughs> right. So without being too far into this, Pavlov's dog, and he was a, a, a turn-of-the-century psychologist, psychiatrist, behavioral scientist that began an experiment to make predictive human behavior and predictive uh, uh, consequences. So what he would do is he would ring a bell, and as he rung the bell, his dog would begin to have a reflex or a response that knew that food was coming, and he would begin to salivate. So we, as people of color, have replaced the dog, and the politicians make their rounds into our churches and our schools and our little barbecues and our knick-knack paddywhack gave the dog the bone and they ring a bell. The bell that they're ringing is this foolishness of civil rights and equality. They keep ringing the same bell. And you know why they keep ringing the same bell? Because it works. You salivate and they give you a morsel and then you shut up and go back to your cage for another three to four years. So there's never any progress. There's just the gratification of your immediate appetite, which distracts you from the long term of having anything get done. That's why your community looks like Beirut and their communities look like a place that America thrives. It's not because they're better than you. They have become aware of the process and have fully utilized it at your extent and at your ignorance.
see, you're not out. It's not that they outthink you. They outorganize you. And they have. They successfully domesticated you so that you don't shop in your own communities. Mm. You don't create jobs in your own communities. And, and when we're talking about jobs and conversations about jobs, we're talking about industries of jobs. Industries of jobs are things like a fishing industry. We're not talking about a fried chicken shack. We're talking about a system that has sustainable economic growth that crosses over into other areas that go up vertically in growth economically. Don't have that. We don't have an educational system. Oh, yes, we do. We got schools and HBCUs. Let's be very clear. HBCU is just a state-sponsored black flag organization. They put a black flag in front of you to help you think or get some pride about what you should have got 18 years before you went to this college. Because bear in mind, not one HBCU can ever talk or make a physical, political position against any any party, Democrat or Republican, without losing or being revoked as an accredited organization. Look it up. Spelman College is named after Rockefeller, Laura Rockefeller Spelman. She's a Rockefeller. Morehouse was one of their friends. These are not black people. No, which explains why the two schools are right across the street from each other. These were, these were, your HBCUs were benevolent gifts that white people gave you out of pity of how disenfranchised and how out-organized you were. And still out-organized. We won't go, we won't stay there, but the fact of the matter is, this election is also on the heels of a very other important initiative called the 2020 census yep. so the election is important but they're going to be what it's going to be because at the end of the day we as people of color have no agenda hispanics have an agenda hispanics made it very clear whoever the candidate is if you don't talk to us you're not getting our vote so don't even worry about it so the candidates have made them first have put the hispanics first and then after the Hispanics, it's the female voter. And then after the female voter, it's the Asians. And then after the Asians, it's the LBGT alphabet people. Alphabet city. And then somewhere after everybody else, the cripples, the blinds, the one-eyed jacks, the peg legs, after all of them are serviced and they have their agendas organized and submitted, then here comes you. Talking about you want civil rights. So you're coming to the game late and all of the good stuff is already taken. It's like showing up at a potluck that's three hours in length and you show up at two hours, 15 minutes. You're going to get exactly that. A potluck with leftovers. Yeah, that's us. That is us. And, and, and the unfortunate part let me rephrase that. It's not unfortunate. The The problem is that we continue to operate in that arena 
and 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 we think it's okay. We continue to operate in that arena based on what people what what certain people have been telling us. It's like it, it goes into it goes into how people respond to this political process, respond to Trump based on what they think th based on what somebody else has told them instead of doing their own work to say, "Hey, look, something ain't right with this." This is where we need to where, where, like you just said, the line keeps getting longer and we keep getting pushed further and further and further back. But we, we're the ones in line saying, you know what? That's OK. Go ahead, because I've been told to turn to the other cheek. I've been turned to love. I've been told to love my neighbor. Wait a minute. That don't have nothing to do with doing. That don't have nothing to do with what you need to do and what you need to get. And when you mention the civil keyword, people and think about this for a minute, think. Think about this for a minute. The word, the the term, the, the 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 word, civil rights act. It's not even a law. It's an act, meaning that it's that it's languishing wherever it's going to be. When this, when when Obama had the opportunity, and I don't want to hear this. I, I don't want to hear this. Who shot John B.S. about? Oh well. They didn't let him do this. They let no. That's a lie. Well, can, can I interrupt? Just yeah, go ahead. Moment? No, no, go ahead. Because I think I think we need to clarify. First of all, Barack Obama was a placeholder. I don't care if you don't like it or not. He was a placeholder. The plan was Barack Obama was to hold the place in line for Hillary Clinton to come in and be the savior. Barack got intoxicated by the power and said, "I'm going to crawfish the deal." Now, a part of that conversation too. What most people fail to realize is, according to his transcript, according to his legal biography that they sold us, this Machirian candidate that he is, Barack Obama was and is, and whatever you else we want to call him, a constitutional lawyer. Now, for the slow people in the room, that means that this was a person who had done extensive research, had done extensive thesis, and had done extensive extensive uh, uh, both debate for and against ideas of the Constitution to a professor level. Okay? So this man knows the Constitution. He, along with his wife or his partner, whatever way you want to call it, that's a whole other conversation. But this was a man who was well-versed in constitutional law. However, he refused in his eight years of presidency to make you a whole person. He left you as three-fifths of a human being perpetually. Perpetually. Because the Constitution says people of color, black people, Negroes, for the real slow people in the room, the Negro is three-fifths of a human being. It also says, and still says to this day, according to uh, the Dred Scott decision, in 18, I believe it is 66? 68. 66 or 68, that white men are not obligated under any rule of law to respect or recognize black people, black men, or anything 
by black people or Negroes. There is no law that, that the white people are obligated to respect as it relates to us. So the constitutional aspect, along with the Supreme Court's validation or the interpretation of the law, nullified your standing perpetually. For those who do not still understand that, in the state of Mississippi, there are certain cities that still have signs that says, whites only within town limits after dark. I kid, kid you, you not. not. Within the state of Mississippi in 2020, there are still signs that are posted that say, whites only within city limits after dark. Now, if you don't believe me or if you don't believe him, go to that part of Mississippi and be there after dark. Trust and believe. You don't have to go that far. Trust me. But my point is, this was a person who had every opportunity twice to make you a whole person, and he refused. His obligation was to the alphabet people. And the reason why it was more prevalent to the alphabet people, because his wife was one. That's the end, and I appreciate the time. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, Georgia. Hey, you know what? It, it, like he said, you know, he, we, here's the thing about my, like I say, I say all the time, and he said, I'm just giving you food for thought. I'm giving you something to think about. Whether you like it or not, it's, you know, it's not, it's not, a, it, it's, that's, that's your opinion. Everyone's entitled to that. But when you get to a point to where the truth is just hitting you, hitting you across the head, at some point or another, there has to be a level of acceptance at some point or another. And that's one of the troubling things. That's one of the things that we have. Some of us have as black people is that no matter what the truth, no matter what the truth says, even if it's written out black and white. We're not going to accept it because it's not conducive to what we want. It's not what we want. And even what we're going through with this thing, this political thing process has absolutely nothing to do with us as black people. This is a bunch of rich white people up on the hill arguing about what? About a phone call? About immigrate? About brown? About is it legal for brown people to be here when they when they cross the river in the inner tube or swim across? Whatever it is that they're doing. This is the thing that we're talking about. But if you want to talk about some things too, about what is that, what what he has done or what the direction is going, this is an individual that has made that that once again, these are things that are not talked about, such as he is forcing the Justice Department to make prison reforms. Keyword forcing the Justice Department to uh, uh, institute justice reform, prison reform. This is a man who has pardoned numerous individuals for petty for, for I mean for crimes they shouldn't have even been in prison for. And a lot of these individuals are blacks. So help me understand something. A racist is not going to invite you to his home unless he has other plans for you. You can say what you want. 
it's just how people it's just how this this thing is construed and what has happened is that they're taking the constitution there and they're throwing and what's happened like i say these are a bunch of white people arguing over the constitution the same piece of paper that four white guys sat down and wrote and put together and say hey this is how we're gonna this is this is this these are what they in a, or in a, in, a, in a corporation you have what they call bylaws and the constitution is the bylaw of the United States. It is the parameters, it is the rules, it is the regulations, it is the do's and, and the, the cans and cannots, the do's and do not. This is what this is. It's the same thing in a corporation. You in a corporation, you have what they call a a uh, an employees an employees manual. You have to at some point or another you are given this and you are told to read it and uh, and get an understanding of it. This is what this boils down to. You know, and I want I want to go I want to touch on one more thing. When he when 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 Georgia mentioned the fact that Obama had the opportunity to correct some things, and that means and here's to and, and even to this day, people, we are it's still written in the Constitution that we are three fifths of human of a human being three-fifths of a human being so we're not even this is the part this is one of the things to to where we have to we got to open our eyes we got to start moving in a different direction and when we're able and when that day comes and good luck with that that we're able to move all move in the same direction with the same purpose and not trying to pull each other back as crabs in a barrel we can be a force to be reckoned with because we will be unstoppable. It's just the part. It's just getting the ideology and understanding, and and then and also too, we have to we have to unlearn what we've been what we we have to unlearn what we've learned. Because remember, it's people who don't even who are who is people who don't who who don't look like us are the ones giving us the information are the ones that are giving us our history. How can a, a European give me his give me my give me my history on Africa? How is that even possible? But unfortunately, we allow it and we let it. Unfortunately, but but hey, I see the lights flashing in the distance and the helicopters are about to land. And that means that that's all the time we have here on iHeart Intellectual Radio, the Chronicles of Ron to my man, Alex, over there, at Captain Hooks. Hey, brother, get my food ready. The Batman is on his way. Over there on 85th and Cottage Grove, 103rd and King Drive, and 15922 uh, Kedzie Avenue in Markham. And in closing, not my monkey, not my circus. To the Batmobile. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. 